player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 189 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, show one. How we doing? Fantastic. And if this is the first time you're seeing, hearing, or listening to us, this is the Two Player Co-op Podcast, where just about every week, two brothers get together to tell you everything you need to know about in the world of video games. If you like that, make sure you like the video, subscribe, share the video and channel with your friends and family and everyone in between. Just so you know, we've been on a goal for a thousand. Are you saying that on purpose now? Yes. What? The seeing and hearing and listening. Okay. Yes. It's it. Just making sure. Go go back and listen to episode one if you want to, and then every other one after it, and see how my intro changes. I'm just kidding. Um, but yes, I'm doing it as a bit. Uh, we're so close to a thousand. Thank you to everybody that has sub lately. We are so so close. Uh, we're around nine or ten away right now. I don't want to say in case we drop. Um, <laughs> But we're we're so close, and we want to get to a thousand, and it would mean the world to us. So, like we said, like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. Thank you so much. If you really like us, you can go to patreon.com slash two player co-op, just like our producers, Steve Appleton, Aunt Sue, and Vernon Slayton did, as well as our affiliate James Solar. If you like merch, you can go to teespring.com slash stores slash two player co-op. I'm going to stall for a minute so that the lower third goes away. Whenever we start twitching again, it will be at twitch.tv slash two player underscore co-op. I want to change that, but I don't. But also we don't twitch. So like, who cares if I change it? Because two player co-op is available. Last I checked, it wasn't. wasn't. Well, it wasn't. I mean, let's snatch it up. Let's switch it. Brand, uh, not supremacy. Brand, uh, identity? Affiliation. I don't know. Gotta be the same across all platforms. Yes. Somebody, Um, speaking of that, uh, I don't remember which came first. Somebody asked if our name was Coop? No. Um, is there a limit to Twitter handle length? Uh, it's either 15 or 16, I forget. When we started this, two at two player co op was not available. For some reason, I think so. On Instagram, I am don't bother. I mean, you can follow me if you want. I don't use it. No, you should. He's, um, he posts five times every a day. single day. Um, my Instagram handle is the real Sean White, and then I didn't do that on Twitter. It, it was either 15. taken. Okay, so it was yeah. one character too long. So that's why I'm it's real Sean White on Twitter. The other day, I got a notification. Some so and so mentioned you. What is this? And it's some guy I don't know. Apparently, his name is Sean White, and he had responded to a thread saying, "Hey, drop your Instagram handle here. I want to grow my followers, or whatever." And he put at real Sean White, which tagged me on Twitter. On but Twitter, apparently, but that's Instagram. the guy that has it on Instagram. I just thought it was kind of funny, but it's kind of funny. Shout out, kind of funny. Uh, I've got a new segment here, Sean. Do you want to know what it is? Yes. I'm going to say this every friggin' week until we are done with this crap. And that segment is called Where Your F***ing Mask... I'm just going to say Woo-hoo! it. <laughs> well, okay. You ruined it. <laughs> wear your f***ing mask. Like, hope I, I will wahoo it, but like, wear your damn mask. Like, <sighs> I tweeted out my new profile picture on Twitter a couple weeks ago. Nobody cared. 
But I got my Nintendo mask. It's pretty awesome, right? I like it. It took... <laughs> Dress like a Nintendo. I, I dig, dig it. it. <laughs> um, but, like, seriously, it's not, like... It doesn't make you any less manly or, uh, you know, left-wing, liberal, whatever. This is not political. This is about society. And I don't get it. Like, I haven't heard a single good argument. Like, people are saying, well, I can't breathe in it. But, no, yes, well, you can. Okay. A, don't wear it and get COVID. See how you can breathe. <laughs> B, <sighs> Then there's people saying the the weave or whatever is not small enough to keep viruses from going through. Viri. That may be true. Viri. But I think it's more that it's, it's not about meant getting to catch it in. the virus in like your water droplets. It'll catch those. But you know, like oxygen molecules are smaller than a virus. So if you think the virus can get through, I'm pretty sure your oxygen is gonna get through too. It's just people are so stupid. They're just so stupid. I'm sorry. If you, I want to get a thousand subs, if you really have a problem with me saying you're stupid, if you don't think people we should be wearing wearing masks, I, you can unsub. I don't care. Here's the thing: like, is it foolproof? No. No. But are it you guaranteed helps. not to give it, not to get it, or give it? No. But guess what? It helps. We were talking about this with our dad. And look at literally every other country besides the U.S. where people are wearing their masks and look at the data for them and look at our data. I will say, so I went to Kroger today to pick up beer and wine and vodka and everything else because we got friends here this week. Shout out to at least Collierville. I don't know about Memphis, but Collierville, I would say it was back up above 90% today. I was very happy. Yes. The last time I ventured out, oh, it was when it was Father's Day, and I was getting a gift card for Dad. I bet, I would say it's probably the opposite. I would say yeah. 10% of people, but not employees. The employees were all fine. Right. Customers, I bet 10% maybe pushing it for how many people were wearing masks. I would say, like, so before we started reopening here in Memphis and Shelby County, uh, shout out to Memphis. If you didn't know, that's where we're from. We're well, not where we're from, but it's where we are. Uh, before we started reopening, every time I went to Kroger, I felt like I told Jess every time I'd report back, it's like about 75%. Like I've worn it every time I go in public anywhere. I'm wearing it, especially now that I got my Nintendo mask and I've gotten many compliments on it. Thank you very much. Um, but then after we started reopening, it was down to like 25, 30%. But over the last week, week to a, like week to a week and a half, it's going back up from like 25 to 50 to 70 to today. It really felt like 90%. I was Good. so happy. Um, but yeah, wear your mask. I'm not going to keep saying the word because I don't want to keep wahooing it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, wear your mask. And I'm going to keep saying that until we're through this. So it's on the docket and it will be on the docket for the foreseeable future. Thank you very much. Wear your mask. Sean. Yes. Let me see it. YouTube.com slash two-player co-op. I want to punch him and take this and just cancel the podcast right now. In all seriousness. Is it not that great? Oh, no, I love it. Okay. But I... Well, what, in well case it has nothing audio, to do with this. Okay. I do feel... Bad? 
a little. I do guilty. not do not give it to me. I'm not going. Oh, okay, I'm not good. going to. Okay, well, damn. <laughs> um, but I do feel guilty because you're the one that told me about it, and so now I feel guilty. No, that it's I Brian got Altano's it, fault. If Altano didn't tweet this out, I could have got one, either the original sale or the pre-order sale. But yeah. now I can't get one. But if you're wondering what it is, uh, hand drawn game, hand drawn, hand drawn, hand drawn gameguides.com. Uh, Phil Summers is the guy that runs this, and he creates. He's done Contra and Ninja Gaiden so far, and he just put out Legend of Zelda, the original Legend of Zelda. He basically creates these hand drawn game guides from scratch, and it's one of my favorite games of all time. I'm not trying to make you, <laughs> so please know that it's one of our favorite games of all time. Period. We're not talking about the second quest. Um, but yeah, this is something that got on my radar just like a week and a half ago. I tried to buy it. It sold out immediately. Sean got his, and I'm so thankful that he did. Uh, then he did, uh, Phil Summers did another pre-order for 200 more, and I was right there when he tweeted it, and I saw I it go down. I don't understand how you missed out on that. It went from 200 available to when I went there, it was 197. I click it, put it in my PayPal, submit gone i was like i'm now i'm just done like i'll probably just pay the dollar or i'll probably pay more than a dollar to get the pdf just so i have it but like yeah i'm done i I need i've still got twitter alerts for him at this point i don't think he's going to do another run so i probably should just get rid of it get get rid of the alerts but so yeah the legend of zelda how does it compare to the original instruction booklet it can't Nothing be will top that. Because that's the best instruction book of all time. It does it justice. There's the little... So there's your map. I kind of want... Oops, upside down. I kind of want to just like get this frame you have or to. something. You have to. We'll put it... It's just so pretty. Yeah. I want to get a Firewatch... Would you be okay with putting some other paraphernalia? Yeah. Okay. I want to get a Firewatch poster. Yeah, there's also a metal... Gear. <laughs> <laughs> this have you heard of display i've never heard of them until i started trying no. to figure out this stuff it, it's a website that does like metal like Gear. engravings gears of video game stuff and a bunch of other like probably like flowers and unicorns i don't know but they've got this really cool you can get it in any size you want it just depends how much you want to pay but they do the uh one of the things i saw at first i was looking for the zelda one map and then i saw a post for the uh, a link to the past overworld map, and I was like, "Oh my god, I got to get that!" And it's like metal, and it's ready to be hung, hanged, hung, whatever. I don't know, but yeah. Hung. If you, I think that's hung. I think it's only hanged if it's like a person. Yeah, I think that's the only time you say hanged. Like you would yeah. say, "I hanged a picture." Um, map is beautiful. It's. It's just, oh, it's just so, so it's cool. also like a Wikipedia. It's like a wiki map too. Yeah, they've got all the okay. That yeah, that's where he's got. I love this dude, but rupees R U P I E S. Oh, that's what you sent me. Okay, yeah, but in the book he spells R U P E E S, so that's fine. Um, what else? So there's. Like, I'm very sad. I need a drink. There's a little sleeve. Um, and then so I guess this is what he was talking about where. All the covers are. Unique. See, I must, I must have missed that. I didn't know that was coming until you tweeted it. So he, um, so it's a separate book. Oh, okay. It's got, it's, it's got just like a, a little book cover in there. Exactly. Yeah. 
Oh, my Aquamenace. Um, these whiz robes are terrifying. Yeah, you look at that while I try to find this. I, this is just everything. I, I, I'm going to buy the PDF. After just seeing this, I want it on my iPad. I don't know what the my hell iPad. that is. My iPad. <laughs> I want on my iPad. Oh, yeah. Sean. So what? here's here's the picture where he says, oh, here's all my unique covers. That's crazy. And then you found yours? That's awesome. Oh, there's mine. Ganon. Well, I, that's what I was like. Oh, I oh. got Ganon, but it's just a Moblin. What, what's that? Yeah, Enemy that's called? Zole. That's a Zol. I played Zol in Words with Friends the other day. The other day, and Sean said, "No, it's not an enemy. It's actually called Pole." Well, no, you said you said Zol, and then you said, "Is that a thing, or am I just thinking of Pole's voice?" I'm like, "Yeah, Pole's voice." I didn't realize Zol was. Garias looks so much cooler yeah, in his look. drawing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Oh, and they do a whole story. I don't know. That's there, one thing that's cool is they almost make it. It's not like it's a novel, but like. After like dungeon what three four and then it's like uh, yeah with his newly found wrath Link is able to sail to the fourth dungeon before crossing the river Link stops to pick up an additional potion like it's kind of like a yeah it's not just like a guide it's I mean it's mostly a guide but they have some like now is there anything on the second quest I assume not no I wondered about that but he actually did say. He's probably like, I've never beaten that freaking quest. It's impossible. Where is it? He said, I really wanted to include maps for the second quest, but this project ended up being much more work than I thought. I hope you can understand. Thanks. Which, I mean, makes sense. I'm sure this took quite some time. It's so cool. I'm so glad that I can actually see it. It's so, I mean. Oh, go back. Wait, go back one page. It's one of those things that there's Paul's voice, not Zol's. <laughs> it's one of those things that yep. like shoot him more than what? Yep. I just kind of I love it, but in all honesty, it's just one of those. It's not like I'm just going to be like looking at it all the time. And no, but it's I just only play awesome through this game once every I play couple through years. One, I, I started once a year. I started earlier because I Good. saw this. And I well, I got to play through it again. I beat the first couple dungeons, but that was it. But it's awesome. I love it. Um, Hold it up for the people. For the people. I also love that the sword is it's like a rapier a, kind of thing. Then produce my rapier. Then produce my pistol. Said, stand and deliver. Link devil. looks like such a goober. But he looks like a man in the instruction. But then book, in the instruction like manual, this. yeah, he looks like a kid. But they go back and forth. Like there he is as a man. But then I guess like in like the story portions of it, he looks like a a man, a young adult. But then it's like in the like in the oh that looks like it's right from the let me see cartoon. Oops. Oh, that was kind of I think that was in the uh, instruction manual too. Oh yeah. Yep. See, like in all the little graphics, he's like a little kid. Yeah. I don't know. It's very cool. Wait, let me see the the spike trap. Yeah, that would kill you in one hit. Uh, yeah, it would cut you in half. Or it'll just bite your butt. 
Well, I'm glad you got it. It's I'm, awesome. It's the kind of thing I'm going to like look at it every day for a few days, and then I'll put it on my bookcase, and then but I'll you forget have about to it for a put while. it somewhere very safe. It came in like a plastic sleeve. I yeah. thought about putting it back in it for my trip over here, but I'm like, nah, it's fine. But now I'm like, what if it's raining when I leave? And who knows? I <laughs> spilled my coffee on it. Coffee. Coffee talk. Coffee talk. Well, I'm glad you got it. It makes me very happy. Congrats. I hate you. Thank you. I'm not going to delete your Twitter alerts, Phil Summers. You never know. You never know. Sean. Yes. Have you played anything this week other than the thing that we both beat? I mean, you just kind of alluded to it. No, I mean, yeah, a little Zelda, a little Mario Maker. Mm. What did you do with Mario Maker? I just played some multiplayer. Oh, God, I got to upload my world. My Mario World remix, World 1. Oh, that's if right. If for no other reason than just have you play through it. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I don't think I've played anything else. All right. You want to get to it? Yeah. But you don't really want to? No, I do. I'm just wondering how we're doing this. Spoiler free. We're, okay. we're going to do a spoiler cast next week. It'll be available for everybody. It'll be a bonus episode next week. Um so, spoiler-free, the same way we've been talking about it for three weeks now. Both of us beat The Last of Us Part Two. I beat it a week ago. Sean beat it about, like, 18 hours ago. What do you think? So, you've come a long way in the past week from just at the halfway point to beating yeah. it. Yeah. I was near the end, and then I finished it <laughs> before the podcast posted, but after we recorded, obviously, last week. So... Spoiler-free thoughts. What did you think? Um, I came around on it quite a bit. Um, I don't think it is my game of the year right now. I think it's still Final Fantasy, and it's one of those things where... If I don't think it is right now, it, there's it's no way. Probably yeah. not going to get any closer. Yeah. So, but it's at least in the running, which is more than I would have thought, you know, a week or so ago. Um, I can appreciate it for what it is. It is not a perfect by any stretch of the imagination uh, video game. I think the story is, it looks beautiful. The story, technical masterpiece. You can disagree with the story. That's your prerogative. I get it. I, I have no problem with that. I have a problem with people just being idiots and like sending By the death way, threats and stuff. Yeah, but. hold up, hold up. <laughs> Seriously, like, I'm not going to say who she played in case you haven't played it yet because I know some of our Nerd 901 people have not played it yet. Laura Bailey has received death threats. Neil Druckmann has received death threats and anti-Semitic tweets and messages and everything. Freaking... Stop. Are you kidding me? Like, there's no piece of fiction that could make me so mad that I would send death threats or, like, hate towards the creator or the actors in the game. If Konami makes Metal Gear Solid 6 and it's a joke and Snake is, like, farting unicorns out of his butthole... I'm not going to tell Konami to kill themselves. Like, What if he's Johnny Poopy Pants? That would be a great twist, actually. <laughs> that would be really cool if Johnny finally gets a shine. But no, like, stop. Like, 
I didn't like the story even after beating it, and I'll get my thoughts here in a minute. But I, I could just get them right now. I came around a little bit on the story at the end. Um, I will say the ending, not the ending, but you'll know what I mean. The part before the game actually ends, where you go. Okay. I bawled my eyes out like I did, and I didn't expect it. And actually, the actual end, at the end of the final boss fight, I was really emotional, and I didn't expect it because of how down I'd been on the story. But it turned out the way I wanted it to by that point. But overall, the story, I think, has so many issues. It's, it's, I, I do think this game's nowhere near as good as Last of Us Part 1, if you want to call it that now. Um, regardless of that, by the way, the dictionary now says irregardless is a word. We will not acknowledge that on this podcast. Regardless of how you feel about the story, it is a work of art. It is a fictional piece of media that no one should ever in a million years have to go through what Neil Druckmann and Laura Bailey and some of the other people involved in this have had to go through. That is insane. You have got to separate yourself from, like I love video games more than just about anybody. At no point did I ever think to tweet hateful, ridiculous tweets to anybody involved with this game, no matter how much I might have been disappointed in it or anything like that. You've got to get over yourselves. It's a video game at the end of the day. It's not that important. It's like, I mean, I think Batman vs. Superman's fine, but like, if I hated it, like I hated Justice League. I never tweeted Josh Whedon to go kill himself because he screwed up Justice League. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't right. even think to do that. I was just like, man, this movie sucked. I can't wait for the Snyder Cut. I was never like, I hope Josh Whedon kills himself or his kids die of coronavirus. Like, the things I've seen tweeted at these people is, I literally cannot fathom it. Get over yourselves. It's a video game. So let's talk about the video game as a video game without being a little bit too dramatic or way too much dramatic. I, I thought the game for me, again, spoiler cast next week. I, I want to let this sink in for Sean, get all his thoughts when we can just unleash because it, it'll probably be a long one. Um, I think I settled on, like I texted you, I feel the same way. It's about an 8.5 to me, which is a really, really good game. I would not have done the story the way that they did it. But it's still, I cannot say that these people that are review bombing it, and like I said in the when we talked about this two weeks ago after I got to the the thing that leaked that luckily none of neither of us saw. At that point I said I get people review bombing it and being mad. At this point, I don't. Like again, it's just a game. Like I would not have done what they did. I think there's ways they could have done what they did in a different way, in a much better way, maybe over two more game, over this plus one more game to make it fit better in this world. But at the end of the day, they created something that is really like a next-gen game 
as the PS4 swan song. Again, I feel bad for Ghost of Tsushima. I hope it's awesome. But even, like, I don't know how... We didn't get review codes, by the way. Spoiler alert. Um, I don't know how Sony puts that out after this. No matter what you think about this game, I don't know how Tsushima comes out after this. Um, But yeah, I I think I settled on about an 8.5. The ending made me cry. A lot of things make me cry. I get it. But the... If you get to the moment before the actual end of the game, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And it had me, I stayed up till almost midnight, the, the night that I beat it, because I was like, I've got to see this through all the way. Um, Yeah, about an 8.5 for me, but sorry. I stole all your thunder because <laughs> you started talking no. about death threats. But. Um, for me, I think it's, I, I think I could go as high as a nine. Um, I think the Gameplay. I definitely came around on the gameplay. Yep. Um, it's not perfect, but it works well enough. Um, I think all of the performances were fantastic. I think the game, it's the best looking game I've ever seen. By far. Um, you can have your issues with the story, and that's fine, but to me the story telling the, 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 the presentation of the, whatever I think was fantastic. Um, I do still think like it was a little longer than it needed to be. Do you know what, uh, what time it was when you beat it? Did you check? Um, I was at, I was right at 22 when I, beat I was it. definitely past that. I was at 20, careful when i told you where i was okay so you probably beat it like 25 or so i would guess i then. think it was like 24 25 yeah, yeah. okay um because when i finally beat it i think i start i powered through the rest of it i think i started playing around 11 or so and i think i finished it around i think i only had three and a half or four more hours this maybe more like 24 okay. closer to 24 than 25 11 a.m no, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, we're old so yeah I'll, I'll elaborate more when we do our our spoiler cast but i came around on it quite a bit um what i don't did know you I, thought, th- I thought it was very very good what did you think about the second to last boss fight hmm. in the theater because i was that was pissed. i i was like kill me kill me Kill yeah, me. see, I I was very conflicted. Again, more thoughts on the spoiler yeah. cast, but it was weird. It was, yeah, it was different. I, I literally, though, was like, at that point, I, I said out loud, F this, kill me. And I did that multiple times, and it was very gratifying, I will say. <laughs> I will say. Um but yeah, it's. I do still say, spoiler alert for the end of the year, Final Fantasy VII Remake is still easily my game of the year. This is either two or three. Um, but the funny thing is, like this came out, like part one came out in 2013. I didn't play it till 2014, and by then I had the, the early story spoiler spoiled for me by Sony, which I will never understand. Like they literally put that moment 
in the first 20 minutes of the game in the trailer for the remastered game. And I don't know why they would do that. But I also had the ending spoiled for me as well. So I feel like that game, the the original game, if I didn't have either of those things spoiled for me, probably would be like top five, six all time for me. But it's when you already know what's happening, it's it's it sucks yeah. when a game is so story driven. Um, but again, I don't know that it would have been my game of the year either way, because also <laughs> Grand Theft Auto five and a link between worlds came out in 2013. And when I did my like tw- like games of the year for the last 15 years, tweet, whatever it was when it was trending a year ago, whatever it was, I said a link between worlds. And I do still think I like that game better than the last of us. But I do think, like if we were doing, I don't know, for a special podcast, our top 50 games of all time, I don't think this would make it. I think there's a better chance the first game would make it. Because oh, I, I think they would both be on mine. For me, it's, I think that, I think that neither of these games play great. I think this one plays better. But the story in the first one is so much more cohesive and, for lack of a better word, amazing that I think it bumps it up so much above this game in my mind. Yeah. Um, I had another point to make, and I thought of it while you were talking. That's why you got to put up the fi- Oh, I put up a finger for a reason. I cannot wait for you to play Uncharted 4 after you've played oh, this. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Okay. I'll say no. Um, yeah, please. One thing about this game, and it's not at all unique to this game. As much as I really did like it, I don't know that I'll ever play through it again. I just don't know, and it's not like oh god, I just can't take it. Like I really enjoyed it, but because so much of what's good about it is the story. There's a lot of time where the gameplay itself got a little it's, redundant. Yes. And it's just like Yep. I'm like, okay, like Stealth I don't know. kill. Stealth kill. Right. And so I don't know that I really have any desire to play through it again. The one like big boss fight. <laughs> I have no desire to ever do that yet. That was no. just so stressful. Yeah. It was just, it wasn't fun. I couldn't see anything. Like, remember when you texted me that my flash, if, if I could trade in all my upgrades for a better flashlight, when you get to that boss fight, you need a better flashlight, yes. I just, like, so much of it is just you better run away and get yourself some space. But it's like, if I run, I'm going to run right into a, like, all of a sudden I'm running into a corner. And that whole see, area is you're looking such at the a, boss. Yeah. a maze that I'm like, I can't really keep track of where I'm going. I need to just run and hope it works out. And I can't see enough of what I'm doing to make the right decisions. And I don't know. I, I really didn't enjoy that boss fight at all. I cannot wait for a spoiler cast. Um, so I don't know. I, I liked it a lot. I think it's an eight and a half to a nine. Probably not my game of the year. May never play through it again, but I enjoyed it. I don't even want to talk to you about this off air. I want to save it all for the for the yeah, spoiler cast. Yeah. The one thing I will say, I actually could see myself playing through this because I did like the gameplay. Again, after 25 hours, whatever, it gets a little long in the tooth. But apparently this platinum is not that tough. 
Yeah. I could see myself now that I know all the stuff that the point that disappoints me, I could play through this on the very easiest setting because there's no like beat it on crushing or anything like the uncharted games. I could see myself getting the platinum in this. Not right now. Cause I, I I'm really guessing some of the trophies are the collectible yep. and then the other collectible. Yes. I don't know how many there are. I definitely found way more of the first one. Me too. Like, I would guess I found, I mean, I don't know how many there are, but I would guess I found 12 to 15 of them. Oh, see, I feel like I got like seven or eight. The second one, I found like four. literally, I think, three or four. Yeah. And I assume there's about 10 to 15 times that But number. did you put the hat on the person? I didn't get that trophy. I don't even know what you're talking about. In the museum. If you put the hat, see, because I missed so I don't think I did. I that. missed so much in the museum. This is not a spoiler. I mean, you have no idea what I'm talking about. If in the museum you find a hat, if you put it on the other person, you get a trophy for that. No, I didn't do that. Yeah, it's it. It seems like it's actually a relatively easy platinum because you don't have to beat it on super hard difficulty, whatever. Um, but I'm not ready to do it right now. Yeah, I can't dive back into it. Certainly, I, I think when I play soon. through it again, if I do, it'll be cut to get the platinum. Skip, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I will say right now, I'm very much looking forward to Curse of the Moon too because I need that. Like I prophesized last week, I need it as a palate cleanser after this. Yeah, and so yeah, so next week we'll have a regular episode. We'll also have a spoiler cast. Um, as a bonus episode on the regular feed. It's not Patreon or anything like that. Um, but that's our plan right now. So if you want to know all our thoughts, they will be unleashed next week. Yes. Yeah, that's great. Sean. Yes. <clears throat> do you want to get the news of the week? I do have one random thing to talk about. All not right. video game related. All right, sir. Uh, last night. Was it last night? I guess it was just last night. Um, I kept hearing good things about it, and Brittany asked if I wanted to watch, so I said, sure. We watched uh, Uncut Gems. Okay. That is really good. I liked it a lot. It's just not Adam Sandler being Adam Sandler? It's, you kind of, I mean, you keep seeing Adam Sandler, and you're like, that's Adam Sandler, I but it's not the like... the of him going like... <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's he was very good. He wasn't like oh over the top. He wasn't like Adam Sandler, yeah. but he was still good. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. It's not yeah. like you just are Adam Sandler. Your mind is bad. blown yeah. by the fact that this is Adam Sandler. It's nothing crazy like that. But he was really good. I thought he's not a huge huge part in it. Oh really? Kept no no. But Kevin Garnett was oh yeah pretty good in it too. Like, okay. I feel like he's actually got some some acting chops. Um but yeah, it's good. If you haven't seen it and you've heard, you know, that it's good, I'm here to tell you it is. So go see it. One other thing. Uh, go see it. Oh yeah. <laughs> go to your T V and put it on Netflix. Um I also want to take this opportunity um to formally announce that I am running for president. So just putting that out there. Your finger was up. If you're dumb enough to vote for Kanye, just know 
that you're voting for Trump. The okay, literally, I, wanna, I don't want to get only, too much into politics here, but with this, I, I will. seeing that argument, and I don't understand it. He is a Trump supporter. He is a no, MAGA-wearing... I, no, I get that, but he's not He's not going to win. No. And anybody that votes for him is probably somebody who otherwise would have voted for Trump. No, I don't think so, because... You really think there are people dumb enough <laughs> to vote for Kanye? I, I hope... I, other I than Trump supporters? Are, but... What he's trying to do is steal the black vote away from Biden. Enough that Trump in some swing states, in my opinion, might be able to win the Electoral College in that state. And that is complete bull. Wahoo! I mean, because yeah, I guess I can see it from that side of things. <sighs> also, he can't even be on the ballot in every state. He's so late in the game right now that he that literally there are some states, I don't know what they are, but there are some states where he cannot even be literally on the ballot. You have to write him in. Like, oh my God, why, why didn't The Rock run for president? What is he even, I mean, is he a Republican? Is he, in, like, what is he He's even? He's running as an independent, okay, which is not independent at all. He's running as a MAGA red freaking hat wearing. <laughs> Whatever you do. Don't vote for Kanye. But vote. vote. For God's sake, just vote. But one way. Yeah. Okay. Your finger? Against Trump. I don't remember now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Uncut Gems on Netflix. In my Raymond mind, I got to finally... Uh, Jordan and Daniel told us, our friends that were visiting here this week in my house. Have you heard of the series on Netflix, Home Game? I, I feel like you would have watched this. Heard of it. Okay. This is a series. There's only like seven, eight episodes. They're all about a half hour long. It's about these sporting events across the world that don't get a lot of attention, but they got these like mini docs about them. Docs, documentaries. Is it like <clears throat> cornhole? Like just like, no. like ESPN, the Ocho type of sports or. So the, the only one in the U.S. was down in Texas was roller derby. That's terrifying. These women would probably break me in half. Um, but the one that really caught my mind or caught my attention, my mind, my eyes, mine, <laughs> was in Florence, Italy. I'm never going to pronounce it right, so I can't even try to. But it is a combination of it's 27 on 27 on a dirt pitch where there's goals that line the entire like back of the field and it is rugby meets UFC and I'm not kidding you have got to watch this so it's home game I cannot pronounce what the game is called but it's been going on Try. for century a capital de florida <laughs> I don't know but it's been going on for centuries and it is like So basically, you've got 27, okay, 27, 27. You've got four kind of goalkeepers because the goal is as wide as like a, not not a soccer field, but like it, it's as wide as the entire pitch is, okay? And it's not just a goal. It's elevated a little bit. So it's like probably as high as this table. And then it goes up to about here. You have a soccer ball. And the goal. The goal is, yeah. Okay. It's good. The, the wall goes to here and the goal is just from like here to here. Okay. And your front lines are like 
10 and 10, whatever. And then there's strikers and then there's four goalies, however you, whatever. I don't know how it works. But you literally, <laughs> it's rugby, but you're allowed to get in a fist fight with the people on the other team. And once you knock somebody down, they have to stay down until a goal is scored. It is like modern day, I am Maximus Decimus Meridius, husband to a, a murdered wife, father to a murdered kid. It is the most insane-ish I have ever seen in my life. And then they go out to the bar afterwards and they drink beer and stuff. That's it awesome. Is, what one guy said during the doc, he's like, the craziest thing I've ever seen. One time I saw a guy get punched so hard that his eyeball was in his hand. But they're literally, it is, they are beating the ever loving ish out of each other on the front lines so that the guy with the ball can, can rugby it to the other guy to try to get it and score a goal. Now you can throw it from one side to the other. If it goes in, hooray, you got a goal. You got lucky. But if you shoot at the goal, what kind of ball is it like a, it's literally a soccer ball. Oh, okay. But if you shoot at the goal and it does not score, the other team gets half a point. So you you have to be so strategic in the way you try to score. It is the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life, and I have no idea what it's called, so I can't even tell you how to like Google it. But you've got like it's Netflix home game. These people are crazy, and they all love it so much because they have so much pride in in pride, not pride. <laughs> so much pride in Florence, Italy, and it is the absolute craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. Gotta see historical. Yes. Rugby meets MMA in the brutally violent Calcio or Calcio, I don't know. Calcio, Calcio. Storico. Traditional sport of Florence, Italy that dates back nearly five hundred years. Oh, I just But saw it dates it. back way more than that. It was five hundred years ago where they kind of like modernized it. Oh, really? Yeah. It goes back to fifty nine BC, I think is what it was. Because it, it started, they were like, Hey, you because you're trying to take over us. Oh, no. We're so scared. Did you watch Kokoboru? No. I, I want to watch that. That's the wrestling one. In Kyrgyzstan, yes. players throw themselves into the national sport of Kokoboru, a rough polo-like game played nope. on horses. Nope, 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 nope. Keep going. With a dead goat as the ball. I saw that, and I was like, I can't, I'm not going to watch that. But there's a, a, a wrestling one somewhere oh, in Africa. Oh, Fetichi in Congo. Yes, where they also but like, adds a layer of voodoo, voodoo mysticism. Yes. I'm like, hell yes. It's pro wrestling with voodoo. I'm there. So I need to go back and watch that. But the the the, the thing in Florence was just freaking bat-ish crazy. Wow. 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 Sean. Yes. Do you want to get the news of the week? Yes. It looks like next-gen... Games are going to cost a wee bit more. This comes from gamesindustry.biz. Other game publishers are considering raising the price of games for PS5 and Series X, says games research firm IDG Consulting. It follows the news that NBA 2K21 will be priced at $69.99 on the next consoles. $10 more. $10 more. $10 more expensive than it is on current devices devices 
Speaking with GamesIndustry.biz, IDG President and CEO Yoshio Osaki says that game pricing has remained flat since 2005, whereas TV and movie pricing has increased significantly. Quote, the last time that next-gen launch software pricing went up was in 2005 and 2006, when it went from $49.99 to $59.99 at the start of the Xbox 360 and PS3 generation, he says. During that time, the costs and prices in hmm. other affiliated verticals have gone up. Osaki says that next-gen next gen console game production costs have increased by 200 to 300%, depending on the IP, studio, and genre. But the prices have remained at fifty nine ninety nine. Meanwhile, cinema tickets have. <laughs> you say, did you say meanwhile? <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, cinema ticket prices have risen thirty nine percent. Netflix subscription subscription costs have gone up one hundred percent. What the hell does Netflix cost now? I don't know, but twice as much as it used to. Isn't it fourteen? Was it ever seven? Maybe for like just the. DVD rentals or something? I don't know. Maybe prior to streaming. And cable TV packages have risen by 105%. Quote, even with the increase to $69.99 for next gen, that price increased from 2005 to 2020. Next gen to 2020 next gen is only up 17%, far lower than the other comparisons. While the cost of development and publishing have gone up and pricing in other entertainment verticals has also gone up substantially, next-gen software pricing has not reflected these increases. Fifty-nine ninety-nine to sixty-nine ninety-nine. Please stop. <laughs> does not even cover these. Does not cover these costs. These other cost increases completely, but does move it more in the proper direction. End quote. Oh, good. He continues, quote, IDG works with all major game publishers and our channel checks and our channel checks indicate that other publishers are also exploring moving their next gen pricing up on certain franchises for the same reasons outlined above. Not every game should garner the $69.99 price point on next gen, but flagship AAAs such as NBA 2K merit this pricing more than others. So, Sean. At this point, I know I'm not dreaming. I know I've seen like Series X games go up for pre-sale on Amazon for 60 bucks. So I've gone back and forth over the last month or so of if I thought this was going to happen. 2K coming out and saying, if you want NBA 2K21 on next gen, you're going to pay 70 bucks. So if you look at $60 in 2005 compared to if you adjust that for inflation, it's still cheaper today, even yeah. if it does go to seventy. It's seventy six twenty, I think, in twenty twenty dollars. But what do you think? Well, the first question is: Do you think next gen games are all going to be seventy at a minimum? If it's a AAA game, whatever. I don't know about a minute. I think it's going to happen. I think it should happen. I'm not going to say I like it. I want to spend more. But it should happen. Um, I think, I do think we will get maybe to the point now where we do see a little bit more. It's not like everything's just going to be $70, I don't think. Right. But the big titles will be. Last of Us 2 should be, should have been. Final Fantasy probably should have been. 
Witcher, Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah, yeah. Um, Resident Evil Three shouldn't be. So Resident I, Evil Two, I'd pay seventy for that game. Um, Resident Evil Eight, I'll pay seventy I will for pay, that. I will pay a hundred, but I don't care. I cannot so, freaking wait. I don't think they'll go higher than seventy outside of like yeah. special circumstances, but. I think 70 for a big budget AAA game is fair. I think indies should continue to be in that like $20 range. And then I think there's plenty of games that should probably be 40 or 50. Um, <laughs> probably something like Crash. Um, hmm. To me, uh, like Ratchet and Clank probably warrant seventy dollars. It, it looks like it does, yeah. Um I would gladly pay seventy dollars for that. So I don't know. I think you'll continue to see I just don't know that there's gonna be I think seventy will be kind of the new standard, but I also think we will start to see more just different games coming out for different amounts of money. And what's funny, if you think back to two thousand God, when was it? Is it 04 maybe? When 2K first got into the business, when they came out with NFL 2K, yes. is it 2K4 it was 2K or whatever? 20, it was 2K05, which was 05? in 2004, yeah. 20 bucks yeah, for like a full, and, and they, it was probably better than Madden it at was. the time. And then um, EA said, we'll give you a billion dollars a year yeah. to get the license. Yeah. So I, I think you'll still continue to see things like that. Um, I think it should be $70, and I'm totally okay with it. I have no problem with it. I'm okay with it. When, when I look at like Horizon 2. But what it does tell me is not all games need to be so big that they need to be $70 well, to justify. Like, just make them a little smaller. 50 bucks. Like it, it goes back to what we were talking about last week with Sean Layden saying that the, the AAA marketplace is not sustainable. And that's what I, what I get from this is, yeah, like when GTA 6... Six comes <laughs> when GTA Six comes out in like three years, whatever it's going to be. If that game is priced at a hundred dollars, I'll say it's GTA Six. I can, I can see how this is worth a hundred dollars. But like Crash Four, if it came out two years from now, should that be a seventy dollar game? Doesn't Probably seem like not. It. Like. What I hope this means is that the big games from AAA publishers, first party, second party, third party, whatever, $70, I get it. The, these studios, like The Last of Us, I cannot even fathom what this costs. I've heard some people say it's like $150 million game. There's no freaking way. Grand Theft Auto Five in 2013, their budget was $250 million. I feel like The Last of Us Part Two in 2020, there's no way that budget... Is a hundred million dollars less than what GTA Five was seven years ago. There's no way. No. So I get it. Like I would rather pay up front an extra ten, twenty, thirty, forty dollars, whatever, for a great game without being, you know, microtransactioned or DLC'd to death. I, I just hope that we get some kind of choice. Like nothing. Like again, like you said, Crash. I hate that we've fallen into this thing where if it's a AAA game with with like an IP you know or if it's by a first party, whatever, that it has to be $60 and now does it have to be 70 No. Like, let's let's explore the price structure. 
is what I'm hoping that this ends up being. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. So, yeah, but just get ready. $70 USD games seem to be coming in the future. Hey, Lauren from Churches liked my tweet. What'd you do? Why? What would you tweet? <laughs> she posted a picture. Like, she just posted a picture of herself, and she's like, ooh, this is me knowing what our new music sounds like, but nobody else. And so I said, when? And she liked it. Yeah, well, she liked my tweet when I said Death Stranding made me cry. So, what <laughs> um, But to go against, I guess, pretty much everything I just said, the weird, <laughs> the weird thing, and I know it's kind of apples and oranges, or at least like oranges and grapefruits. Um, <laughs> you can pay the same amount of money and either go see Avengers Endgame or go see uh, <coughs> Little Women or something like. A, True, but like twenty a years movie ago, that had like a several hundred billion dollar budget, or one that only costs I don't know like a million, you know, like with zero special effects, or whatever. It's not like the cheaper to make movies cost any less than the big budget right. ones. It's a movie ticket gets you into either. So I don't know. And at this point, I mean, the video game industry's. I don't know if it's bigger than the the movie industry, but I mean it, it's it's moving that way. Video games are just becoming more like movies at this point. Go ahead. You could also pay twelve dollars to go see no hating here, Sonic the Hedgehog in theaters, or twelve dollars to go see Avengers Endgame. Those are not like on the same scale, like. So that's why I don't I don't agree with the whole thing. How is thing. that different from what I just said? What did you say? I said that you could pay the same amount and go see Avengers Endgame or Little Women. That's what I'm saying. You can pay the same, like for two vastly different movies with vastly different budgets and whatever, but they cost the same. It's not like Little Women costs a dollar and Endgame costs $9. Like it's... That's not what I meant to say. Excuse me. <laughs> what I meant to say is like you could go see The Dark Knight in 2008 for $10. And or actually, let's call it nine dollars. And then Avengers Endgame, my favorite movie of all time, in two thousand nineteen for thirteen, fourteen dollars. They both have like similar budgets and everything. It's it's like the whole what what I'm saying is like the inflation thing. Movie tickets have steadily gone up over the last every year. Video games have not since two thousand and five. They've been, if you get a AAA game, it's 60 bucks, and that's it. They're, at, at some point, like, the, the budgets for these games are going up with inflation because you have to pay people what they're, what they, hopefully, what they deserve to earn. But then you're only selling the game for the same thing as you were selling God of War 1 on PS2 in 2005. 50, like, $60 game? God of War 2018 comes out, $60 game. Budgets, nowhere near the same. Like, I don't want to pay more, but I want to be able to play video games for as long as I possibly can. So if it's just a $10 increase for the majority of games, I'm okay with it. I think we're saying the same thing. I guess there's two different things. There's should they go up since they've been the same price for 15 years or whatever, and then there's... 
should everything coming out this year be the same price? Yeah. And yes, they should go up. No, not everything should be the same price. But going back to the movie examples, yeah, movie prices have gone up, but you could also pay the same amount and go see Little Women. I'm not picking on Little Women. I'm just trying to think of a low budget uh, movie. I was going to say Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Well, that was that goes back to like, like 2005. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I don't well, know. but that well, well, the the one thing this brings up for me, probably my game that I'm most that I'm the most excited for the rest of this year is Spider-Man Miles Morales. So they've said it's a standalone game. It's an enhanced version of the PS4 game, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Miles Morales is not going to cost $70. Does it cost 40 50 60 That'll be an interesting... That's what I cannot wait yeah. to see. Like Ratchet, 70 Because it's bucks, a AAA, next-gen, yep. not, I mean, standalone, but not full. Yeah, I don't really know... It's so weird because it's not a DLC. Like I would pay seventy for it. It's not like if it came I, I out for too, seventy yes, that I'd, I wouldn't pay that. No, I would, I'd buy it in a heartbeat. But I cannot freaking wait. What we seem to know about it seems to scream this should be like a forty to fifty dollar game. Yeah, I I think it'll be fifty is what I predict. Yeah. All right. Next up, PlayStation via Shuhei Yoshida announced the PlayStation Indies Initiative. This comes from the PlayStation blog. Hi, everyone. This comes from Shuhei, not me. As some of you may have noticed, I have long been a big fan of indie games. And ever since I was appointed as head of Indies Initiative for PlayStation in November the last year, I've been working very closely with all departments at Sony Interactive Entertainment to elevate our efforts to help make indie developers' lives easier and their titles shine in the super competitive video game market. Oh, PlayStation blog. Look what they did. That. Video game is not one word. Right? I would never in a million years write that. I don't one know word. if it is, but that's not it's how not. I write. I mean, it's not. I'm pleased to formally announce the PlayStation Indies initiative. With PlayStation Indies, we hope to spotlight and support the best of the best indie games being published on PlayStation and the entire indie community as a whole. Our goal is to make the PlayStation the best place to develop, find, and play great indie games. The indie community is increasing. God, I'm getting so sick of this word indie. I think it devalues these games. I hate it. It's like when we used to call games like downloadable games. You know what I mean? Like back like the Xbox, like 360, some of our arcade and stuff. Like, Well, it's also weird, kind of on the same track, but also not really, that indie is a genre of music. Right. All it means is independent, like not on like a record label. At least I think that's what it means. Yeah. Like it has nothing to do with the genre. It <clears throat> tends to reflect a pretty narrow genre of music, but it just makes no sense. I think that's different from the point you're making. But no, still, I think you're right. It's it, indie, but it's like it's kind of like pigeonholing it into it like a weird, yeah, subgenre which doesn't have anything like. Video games are video games. If they're great, they're great. Like, I'm not gonna read through. The, I'm not gonna read through the whole the, this whole thing because I don't want to. Well, but what's like, weird is I bet if you look over the last two, maybe three years, at least three, of yeah. our like top ten lists, half. I bet it's more than half. Yeah, are probably indies. So yeah, I, I certainly don't. 
I don't know. I mean, I don't look at it as a negative connotation. So I've got, so I keep a running note. I'm not going to read that whole thing. Like I said, I keep a running note for my top 10 games of the year. And I've got like, I've got one through seven right now. I guess I played seven games this year. Um, I have last of us two way too low. I was really mad. When oh, I this is like there. actually in order. Yeah. yeah I was I mean, really mad when I put it there. <laughs> um, but my, so I've got my, right now I've got one through seven and then I've got still to play so far and other games will come in here or not. But as I've got it right now, I've got Watch Dogs Legion, maybe Ghost. And then I've got Cyber Shadow, Indie. Axiom Verge 2. Oh, when's that coming out? We don't know. Sometime uh, this year, but I cannot freaking wait. I'm not waiting for PlayStation. I don't care about the Platinum. I, it, wow. it, it seems like it's going to hit Switch first. I cannot wait to play that. And then my other game is Curse the Moon 2. Like, Three out of the four slash maybe five. I don't know that I'm going to play Ghost. They're indie games. Like, Streets Rage 4 is an indie game. Twin Breaker. Top top run. Like, I don't want these games. I I love... Let me say this. Shuhei, I love you. You are the man. You know video games more than just about anybody that there is. I just... I, I can't wait till we can get away from the whole indie label. Like... Like I said, the whole in the past, in like the early last gen, it was downloadable games. Oh, they don't count. It's like calling them mobile games or something, you know? Great games are great whether they're indie or not. Like, I don't consider, I don't think of Firewatch as one of my favorite games of the last five, six years just because it's an indie game. It was a fantastic, great game, and I loved it. And no part of that has to be. It has to do with me thinking of it as, oh, it's just an indie game. Oh, that's, you're, you tried. You tried. <laughs> you did a great job. Like, yeah. I, I'm so torn on this. So, uh, again, they announced nine new games as part of this. Worms Rumble, which brings real-time multiplayer action to PS4 and PS5. Haven is a chill co-op adventure coming to PS4 and PS5. They introduced Carto, which is a charming, innovating puzzle adventure coming to PS4. There's a hacking-themed platformer called Recompile, which is supposed to be really cool. Coming to PS5. Where the Heart Is, I'm going to be all over this. It's a narrative adventure between truth and fiction coming winter 2020 to PS4. Did you ever read the book Where the Heart Is? I'm guessing it has nothing to do with this. Was that the Britney movie? No, it was the... Who was in the movie? Mandy Moore? Oh, that was actually oh, it was Natalie Portman. And <laughs> Nailed it. No, but you may be right. She may have been, I think she was like the... The mom figure or whatever. Yeah, it was the girl who gets pregnant and her boyfriend like I've abandons her movie, at Walmart. Jess. Oh, And yeah, she I've like gives it. birth to the baby in the Walmart and then... The know. Walmart? How old are you? In the Walmart that she was... The Walmart is I in the building. <laughs> I need to go to the Walmart. No, but this where the hard ass it, it looks. I've seen where the hard ass. I've seen the, the trailers of this. It looks like it's right up my alley. I hope it. I my alley. My alley. Alley. <laughs> I feel like you said the same thing every time. I hope it has a platinum trophy. Wait. So what's it? Tell me about it. It's a narrative venture between truth and fiction coming winter twenty twenty. But like, what kind of game is it? It's 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 a. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's an indie game. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, recursive world simulation and puzzle making process in Maquette. 
Action platformer Fist, Forged in Shadow Torch, coming to PS4. Heavenly Bodies is coming to PS5 and PS4. And you can explore Ambiguity in Creeks coming to PS4 this summer. My point is, like, I am so torn on this. Like, Shuhei is the man. And if he's really behind this, again, I feel like he was just completely demoted from head of Worldwide Studios to doing this, but whatever. I feel like he's so good with games, he's going to nail this. But I, I'm i happy that these games are going to get the shine that they probably deserve, but I also long or hope for a day when we can get past this whole indie label and just say, games are games. The price tag doesn't matter. It's the content of the game that matters and I think we're going to get to that in the next gen. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Um, I mean, and it kind of goes back to the whole price point thing. Just yep. games are games. Last of Us should probably be $70. Maybe most of these games should be like $20. Maybe some of them 10 maybe some of them 30 But like, just price them what you think they, what you think people will pay for them. I agree. Next up, Sean. What if I told you that GTA Five was getting a VR mode? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's cool. This comes from Push Square. An updated version of Grand Theft Auto Five is confirmed to be coming to PlayStation 5 next year, but could one of the upgrades it sports over the current-gen edition be a VR mode? Hmm. That's the current speculation, as the studio who put out L.A. Noir. The VR case file states that it is hiring for a, quote, AAA open world VR title for Rockstar Games, end quote. The quote is sourced from Video Game Deluxe's LinkedIn page where it says, quote, having finished the, having, having finished the critically well, dash block, having finished the critically well received. Wouldn't you say, like, critically acclaimed, not well-received? It was so critically well-received. <laughs> L.A. Noir, the VR case files. We are now gearing up for a new project, a AAA open-world title, title in VR for Rockstar. 2020 marks our seventh year of working exclusively for Rockstar in Sydney, and we are excited to taking... Okay, I'm going to read it. We are excited to taking on this groundbreaking project, end quote. The developer is hiring for positions including senior programmers, designers, and animators. <laughs> animators. Since Grand Theft Auto 6 is still supposedly a long ways off, sigh, that's me editorializing, and Red Dead Redemption 2 appears to be sticking to the PlayStation 4, the only realistic option we have here is GTA 5. Are we about to get a PlayStation VR version of the entertainment behemoth? Qu- question mark. That would certainly justify an updated version of the game. And don't forget that the current BS, PS, BS, <laughs> PSVR model will work on PS5. Although we wouldn't say no to a new and improved model to really take advantage of the potential this project could carry. I'm uh, One part of me says this would be cool. Another part of me says, like Kylo Ren, just let it die. Like, I'm glad that GTA online will be in a full PS five and series X, you know, version on next gen. So GTA five from PS three to PS four introduced the first person mode, first person mode. Really? Do we need seven years later to just be like, and now you can look around in VR. I get it. Like I want y'all to overtake Minecraft as the best selling game of all time, but it's not going to happen. 
So stop and just make freaking GTA 6. I just don't know that they're going to bring in too many new people because it has VR. Right. If people want to get it on PS5 or Series X, they're going to do it just because they want it on PS5 and Series X. They're not going to do it because it's got a VR mode. Like This just doesn't seem like the kind of game that needs VR. VR is awesome when done right, when it just feels right. This does not seem like a good use for it. Um, it just kind of feels like back when, um, like 3d was like the big thing and all these movies that didn't need to be in 3d were being made in 3d just because they could. And it's like, it it adds nothing. If it doesn't feel right, it just, it doesn't add anything. I don't know. It's not the kind of game that you really I don't I just can't imagine playing it in first person. <laughs> um did you ever mess around with that on PS4? I did it a little what? bit, but it didn't feel right. The the first person mode. Not not oh. VR obviously, but it feels no. way better as a third person game. Yeah, it's it, it's not the kind of game that works in VR in third person. Like Moss was awesome. Yeah. What do you call it was awesome? Astro bot. Bot. <laughs> bot. bot bot. Um GTA does not work in VR because it doesn't really work as a first person game, I don't yeah. think. And first person games I also feel like only like Resident Evil Seven works in VR because it's not like yeah. a like I couldn't imagine playing like Call of Duty. Well, maybe Call of Duty. Certainly not Call of Duty online. No, there's like, no way. But like story Against mode, AI, okay. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't care. Yeah, I think it's cool, but again, just freaking make GTA Six. Like, yeah, stop. Just stop. And the last item on the list. This one's for you, Sean. <sighs> we have gotten new details about the Harry Potter RPG. it's being developed by avalanche it is scheduled for release in late 2021 on next gen it will involve an open world hogwarts as well as as well as (laughs) as well as as my last name my name is kevin as well as (laughs) as well as surrounding areas jk rowling has quote very little direct involvement because she's because they want to distance themselves from her as much as possible a full a fully reveal is what I wrote down is coming after DC fandom. This seems like I, I'm I, I don't think this game's gonna come out. I think this is a cool thing like in like in theory, I guess. This game's not coming out. Like what what the I know there's Fantastic Beasts and stuff like that and whatever, but like who is really clamoring for a friggin' Harry Potter? RPG right now. Honestly, I I don't care one iota about it. However, to me, it seems like the perfect. I don't know if an RPG is right. I mean, maybe maybe it is. I think I Harry Potter like should work. Yes, perfectly as a video game. Like it's it's it just seems you've got the whole world 
setup. You've got characters. You've got magical powers. Like Harry Potter should be a home run when it comes to video games. So, but everyone they've made has been pretty bad. Yeah, like what I, I don't, I don't care remember. about this. But it also seems like it could be cool. Like I don't care. I know what you're gonna say, but it kind of reminds me of like a uh, stupid Animal Crossing, <laughs> where like. I have gone back to not caring about it, but I get why, like, I get how people could really get into it, and I guess that's kind of how I feel about this. Yeah, but this this would at least be a video game. Animal Crossing's not a video game. (laughs) Like, it doesn't interest me, but it seems like if you are a Harry Potter fan and you're a video game fan, yeah, this should work flawlessly. Now, I say that, and... Star Wars should do. There haven't been very very many good Star Wars games, but Star Wars should also be a slam dunk. It should be. You have all this huge cast of characters, this whole universe, literally a universe to like build off of, and you keep screwing up the games for the most part. So I don't know. I, I I don't care. You're right. It may never see the light of day, but it seems like it could be cool if done yeah. right for people that actually care about Harry Potter. I just feel like this game is like 10 years too late. Yeah. It's my thing. Like who, when was the last Harry, the last Harry Potter movie was like what, 2013 I think? Like part two of the Deathly Hallows Shows or whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Deathly Shadows. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not. Something like that. Yeah, I, I'm, was, not stu- I'm, I'm not being, I'm not. I'm not trying to be a jackass. I'm just saying. No, like, I think it, it just was seems like ago than that. that's what I'm saying. Like Harry Potter, I feel like I went to see the first movie in the theater with Jess when we were like freshmen in college, maybe sophomore. Like you were merely freshmen. Merely, <laughs> is that what you said? Merely, merely. Why'd you say merely though? What did I, what did I say? What did I say? Merely, merely, freshmen. Oh, we were merely freshmen. It took a minute. We got there eventually. Um, I just feel like this game, like, because, I mean, there were Harry Potter games on, like, the PS2 and the Xbox and everything. Yeah. But it's like, they. I, I feel like they weren't that good. They're but you're right. Like this should crabs. be, like, this isn't that hard. And then you throw in some fun, like, freaking uh, Quidwitch, whatever it's called. <laughs> Monkery, can you make me a Quidwitch? Quidditch, sorry. Quidditch. It's like Smithwicks. <laughs> like, I want for the people, again, you, I'm not trying to be dumb. Like, for people that care about Harry, Harry Potter, <laughs> Harry Potter, like, I want them to have the game that they deserve to have, which it seems like they've never gotten. I just feel like this is way too late. And also, like, there's all this talk about, I saw a tweet from Keeley today. It's EA Take Two, Microsoft, Activision, and one other one that are looking at buying Warner Brothers. I feel like they're going to buy it and be like, J.K. Rowling is a psychopath. We're going to cancel this game. It's never going to come out. Or they'll turn it into a freaking Suicide Squad game or something, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Now it's time for the wrap-up. Xbox Game Showcase was confirmed for July the 23rd. Xbox Game Demos will be available that week as part of the Summer Game Fest. Uh, There are also a report coming from Humor Game. Humor Game? Eurogamer, I I I skipped to the end and said Eurogamer, and I went back to something. 
Series, I'll just read what I said. Series S reveal coming in August, according to Eurogamer. <laughs> Move. <laughs> so I don't know. It, it it seems like it's so weird. Like clearly their Lockhart Series S, whatever you want to call it, is a real thing. It's so weird that they let PlayStation beat them to the punch with the all digital edition. So I don't know. Yeah. PlayStation's ad. Uh, Death Stranding sequel has been teased. Uh, a picture that was shared by Hideo Kojima, our Lord and Savior. Uh, for the first time, he's been tweeting in forever. Uh, there's concept art of a vehicle in the background with a Bridges logo on it. And some people are saying Death Stranding 2. Again, I say, I know Sean's never going to play it because he hates me. It doesn't... It, it The way that game ends, there's no way in a million worlds... <laughs> There's no way in a million <laughs> years. I don't know what I should say. That game is good for what it is. Great for what it is. It should not have a sequel. It, it ends perfectly. All, all, you know, all kidding aside, it ends perfectly. And if you ever play it, you'll experience it. Or I'll just freaking make you watch 15 hours <laughs> of cutscenes. I'll like freaking duct tape your eyes open. Um, I don't think so. I really think it was just hy- hyping up. The uh, Death Stranding launch on PC, which is Segway, coming out July 14th. Yeah, so next week. Also, Horizon Dawn, Zero Dawn on PC was announced to be coming out August 7th. It's $50. It also has a new logo. So you remember how, like, Horizon Forbidden West had the, like, the, the two, that they but they don't call it Horizon 2. The new logo for Horizon Zero Dawn has Horizon 1 Zero Dawn. So clearly it's 1 and 2. And it immediately went to the top of the bestseller charts on Steam. Sean, the Atari VCS is actually coming out this fall. That was my foot. It's coming out uh, this fall, November 27th, so a week after my predicted date for the PS5. Uh, it's going to launch for $390 for some reason. I don't and even... it's a Walmart exclusive, and it comes with <laughs> Missile Command Recharge, baby! I, I just don't understand. Like, who... It has Gave a joystick with two it. buttons. I, huh? Yeah. Todd. And last up, as we both predicted last week, we were correct. PlayStation Plus has once again, for the millionth month in a row, won the free games month. In July on PS Plus, you get NBA 2K20 and Rise of the Tomb Raider. And for their 10th anniversary, they're including an extra bonus game of Erica. Which I've heard is actually pretty good. Yeah, I know nothing about it. If it has a platinum, I will do it. But now that I got to 50, I'm like, I can save 50. (laughs) (laughs) That's it for episode 189. Thank you guys so much for being here and Sean for burping. Uh, If you like that, make sure you go check us out at nerd901.com where they are connecting nerds across the Mid-South and the multiverse. Also, check out youtube.com slash blurwithoutfear as well as twitch.tv slash blurwithoutfear. You got it right this time. What? I, oh, because I did last week. You called him the blurred with fear. With fear. No, <laughs> he has no fear. He's my boy. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Kevin White 24. He's at Real Sean White. Together, we're at two player underscore co-op. Uh, Twitch, YouTube, audio service around the multiverse, all the other stuff. Thank you guys so much for being here for episode 189. We'll be back with a regular episode next week, as well as a bonus spoiler cast for The Last of Us Part 2. But until that time, Sean, go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing.